Welcome back to Charmed Rewind, everyone. The divide between the genders is over, Phelan! Wow, Charm solved it. It was solved! They ended it! Everyone came together! Yeah. There's no sexism anymore. Oh, put it behind us with the cranberries. <laughs> the cranberries helped to end sexism. <laughs> it happened. So, uh, so the poll this time was um, keeping it greasy. <laughs> and, uh, every episode in the poll on uh, Patreon for this week's uh, Charmed Rewind was uh, featuring Neighbor Dan, everyone's favorite greasy butt crack poo flap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also occasional <laughs> victim of zero. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or um guy who uh is on a boat on Baywatch. <laughs> the only requirement was he is in an episode, uh so basically almost every season 2 episode. And it was close with French Stewart Genie, but it was just edged out by She's a man, baby. A man. <laughs> Glad an Austin Powers reference was the title. So oh man, good. nothing dates that more, doesn't it? <laughs> A man, baby, a man. This was a season two, episode five, so it's pretty pretty early into the show. Yeah, and there's quite a tone shift from that season eight episode we just talked about. This was, I mean, um, I'm not going to lie. It's not a good episode, but it's got that like early uh, charmed late 90s charm, charm to it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that charm to it. Um, delightfully stupid, I would say. Mm-hmm. There's a slight bit more effort behind it, even though this is a really ill-conceived mess. <laughs> yeah, the plot's really stupid, but you could tell, like, they actually, like, gave a shit still at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Still don't know if Holly Marie Combs gave a shit, or she ever did. <laughs> I feel like she gave more of a shit. I feel like she there did, was more of a but shit there's given. there's some points where I feel like... <laughs> There's a little bit more urgency to the situation, and she's still at a zero. Like She didn't ah, start the episode man. like, eh, who cares? This isn't about me. No, <laughs> but she still does not seem very bothered by a lot of things going on in this episode. <laughs> like, I think I'm connected to a succubus killing people. Nah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did sort of brush over this a little bit. So the, uh, the main plot of this one is that uh, Phoebe is uh, psychically connected to a succubus, and in order to lure her out, they cast a spell that ends up turning Prue into a man, baby, a man! Thought the plot was Phoebe's really sweaty and we need a million screenshots (laughs) of this on IMDb. This is the craziest fucking thing in the world! You go to the IMDb page, and all of the pictures for this episode, there is over 400 of them, and someone with a Phoebe Alyssa Milano sweaty fetish has taken all of these screen caps almost every single one there was less than 10 that is yeah, not sweaty you can phoebe play the scene out at least her parts of it by just clicking forward 400 400 sweaty Alyssa milano screen caps all uploaded to this imdb page there is 11 pages worth yeah. extraordinarily creepy yeah why the hell did you do that 
I uh, I didn't remember anything about this episode other than the fact that Prue becomes a man in it, which yeah. is ridiculous in itself. That's what uh, Prue should have been doing when she turned into a man, is like taking a bunch of pictures of Phoebe and putting them on IMDb. <laughs> we have no evidence she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know much about this person other than it's definitely a fetish, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to meet them ever. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Much like Daryl, don't want to know. <laughs> he even says his catchphrase in this episode, so that fits perfectly. There were so many classics in this episode. They were ticking every box. Yeah. <laughs> I had a good time with this one. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's jump right into it. The opening is at P3. There's a heat wave going on, and uh, Phoebe is the sweatiest of them all. <laughs> yeah. You immediately know it. It's early because they remember they have their club. <laughs> they, they were still doing the club for a while. They did, but yeah. there's large periods later eight, but... where they seem to forget they own it. And they just, like, once in a while, like, oh, yeah, we have that club, don't we? <laughs> yeah, they definitely had a heavier focus there um, when they were trying to be Buffy really bad. And this was kind yeah. of their version of the bronze. Definitely. But I guess to to be fair <laughs> to Charmed... um. I think this was kind of a trend around that time. There were a lot of shows. It's like, okay, so let's have like a club that they can go to and then we could have whatever the cool band is at the moment. But I think Buffy was kind of in the the forefront of that kind of um, Mm. structure to do that. It's not quite as seamless, though, as having a band play at the Stride Gum Factory like Smallville (laughs) did. Every show was was striving to be as <laughs> striding, as smooth striding. They were making huge strides in television. Um, nothing could really quite reach that height. No. <laughs> yeah. So Phoebe is very very sweaty. Um, this is a plot important sweat. Piper is like she's noticing that all of these men are like uh, into it, and all of this the creepy screen cap fetishists are hanging around like a bunch of ghouls, <laughs> taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, if, "If you keep acting like you're in the Red Shoe Diaries, I'm gonna have to get you a can of man repellent." Yeah, I love that. This is just like, woo, look, stinky Phoebe. Oh, we're so attracted. <laughs> Yeah, she's got to smell pretty rank. <laughs> she has just buckets of sweat through this episode. Yeah. Her t- the, with with her tan too. She has the, like her skin has the sheen of roast beef. <laughs> it's very gross. Yeah, she's not looking great except to that one guy. <laughs> Yeah, that fetishist was having the time of his life. I I just don't understand. Okay, I can understand someone getting a screen cap of, like, Alyssa Milano and being like, this is hot, doing whatever private business or whatever. But I don't understand, like, here's one picture of her sitting with a a jug of iced tea. Here's the same picture, but her eyes are slightly to the left. Why do you need both of these? Why do you need 400 Uh, of these? I don't know why... Too, like if they're gonna take these screen caps, why they proceed to upload them to IMDb for some? Yeah, well, you have the fetish on your own time. Why, why was this necessary? Yeah, like the rest of us didn't need to know. <laughs> this is more. No one wanted this. No one wanted this but you, man. <laughs> Phoebe thinks that something's wrong with her uh, because it's it's kind of weird that she feels like she's in heat and she's uh, really sweaty. Uh, Piper suggests going to the doctor, uh, but Phoebe's like, this can't be it, because I'm horny as hell. <laughs> uh, 
Um, she describes uh, the sexy dreams that she's been having the last four nights. Um, everyone's with a different guy, but all of them in the same way with her killing them. Yeah, she bangs them, then they die. And then yeah, shortly she- after that, we're shown her having, having, having one of these dreams where she bangs someone and then they die. And it's kind of like, did we need her to explain what these were before we we're just shown it? <laughs> yeah, it's such a ho-hum way to to ease into the plot of the episode that like yeah these are about dreams where men are being killed and they turn out to be premonitions and all this like she just you know like oh by the way i kill them and like oh that's kind of weird and uh, piper's reaction to this is hilarious like and there's nothing to worry about who doesn't have a sex dream about killing a guy i do that all the time yeah as phoebe's leaving she's like don't kill anyone See, Piper also has dreams where she kills <laughs> the men yeah. while she's having sex, except it's uh, she's torn whether she should kill Leo or kill neighbor Dan. So. Mm-hmm. There's dreams about eating neighbor Dan as she's screwing him. Ah, <laughs> 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 yeah, greasy. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the only ones having man problems in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Prue is also having man problems. Um, she has been on a date with uh, Alan. Good old Alan. You know Alan. Nope. What? Yeah, nope. <laughs> the one episode date that she has, a generically handsome 90s man. She shows up at P3 with strange braids <laughs> <laughs> and says uh, that her third date with this guy didn't go well. He's sending mixed signals. Uh, he ran off at the end of the date. She just doesn't know what she needs to do, if he's into her or not. Uh, the wires are crossed. Men and women just don't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. We've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. And Phoebe's like, this isn't about me. So she leaves <laughs> and she has her sex dream. <laughs> Kills the guy. Um, yeah, they, they're they kind of cutting around it. Like, it's weird how they shoot this dream. It's almost like we're watching, like, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties or one of those, like, Sega CD, like, date games. <laughs> yeah. He's looking at the camera like Mr. Perfect, like, oh, you're so great. I love you. This is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And they keep showing just the the mouth, I guess, because it's just Phoebe vicariously experiencing this because of the succubus. So it's not really Alyssa Milano. The the shot of like um, the tongue coming out of the mouth of the succubus doesn't make sense because she's supposed to be seeing it from the succubus's viewpoint. So to yeah, show she, us that, she, it doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, but she's seeing things through this guy's POV, too, like the tongue thing and all that, so it doesn't make sense that she wouldn't just be seeing it from the succubus. You're yeah, right. Yeah, she shouldn't see that. She should just see from the succubus, otherwise she would see who the succubus is, and that would end part of who is the succubus a lot quicker. So they yeah. don't do that. <laughs> she just sees the tongue. It's like, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. If they hadn't started the scene with the POV of looking at the guy, it probably would have come off a little better because it does start out like it's just the POV of the succubus and then switches around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It shouldn't switch at any point. That's the problem. They could have just opened the episode up with this though. And then like, had it be like, no more of a mystery if phoebe's doing this or not yeah i don't think there's any point in time where we believe that phoebe is actually the murderer no it's very like she thinks it for a little bit but the episode doesn't really commit to that at all Well, because they don't act with any urgency about this like she's no. like oh no what if i'm the murderer and at and one point in the Piper's episode like, 
Yeah, like, she's like, what if I'm the murderer? And then she's like, well, it's happened sometimes. We turn into evil things. Like, Piper turned into a werewolf. A wendigo. Mm-hmm. And whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you legitimately think you are murdering men. And it's just like, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why, like, if you thought that you were legitimately killing people, you would feel like they would get a little, you would think it would be a little more serious. Yeah. I mean, Phoebe at least seems slightly disturbed by it in this episode, which is how you know it's an earlier episode. (laughs) Why does she not... Why does she think that it's her, though, when she's got, like, the tongue... The CGI tongue comes out, and it's got, like, teeth, like a graboid tongue or something, and, like, grabs onto the guys, and, like, clearly... She doesn't have that, so why does she... Maybe she thinks she turned into that. Yeah, maybe she's just turning into that briefly while she kills them, like it could be. (laughs) I guess. But I think Piper says basically that like, you don't have that. It's not you. I don't care. <laughs> she just seems utterly inconvenienced by everything. <laughs> I'm really busy. I'm staring out the window at the greasy butt crack poo flat. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy with the cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to the club and ruin my cranberry concert. <laughs> The cranberries are going to turn into some real dingleberries if you ruin this. <laughs> Definitely are with neighbor Dan at the concert. <laughs> neighbor Dan's a real zombie, zombie, zombie. <laughs> and thus ends the only cranberry song I know. <laughs> I'm glad you told me what that was. <laughs> What? I'm glad you told me what the reference was. Oh, you didn't even know what I was doing? No. <laughs> but it made sense that I was just calling him a zombie, I guess. <laughs> All right, so uh, Prue's at work uh, at the... Uh, I don't think it's a museum. It's like an art p- Bucklands, like where she like restores art or she, determ- she determines if there's fakes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's not really relevant to the plot. Um, she works with Alan there. She uh, she's trying to look good for him, like she's looking at her compact and like, ooh, I gotta I gotta get a di- another date with this Alan. And she's pretty desperate in this scene. Um, she meets up with him and he says that he had a great time. Uh, there wasn't anything wrong, and he'll definitely call her, uh, which she thinks is the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. She says it's the kiss of death, and then what happens, Phelan? <laughs> Daryl strides in. <laughs> Speak a kiss of death, Prue. I need to talk to you. <laughs> there was no <laughs> There was no reason for the segue, and she does not question it. <laughs> no. <laughs> And it, the delivery of the line was so bad, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a real singer for you, Prue. <laughs> he was waiting in the wings like, oh, this is going to be so good. I'm going to wait for him to leave and I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna come in here. And then they have like a walk and talk while Prue just rants about men to him. And he just kind of goes with the... Uh, yeah. Oh, hear that, yeah. <laughs> Man, am I right? <laughs> anyway, now that we're done with this men talk, there's been a string of murders. Yeah. <laughs> Let me finally <laughs> Man, deliver am I the right? punchline to my hilarious joke I <laughs> yeah. started Why with. does he give the segue, and then they have that conversation, and then he explains what that actually meant? <laughs> yeah, like, this is minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> he actually says what this but is only, what I meant by kiss of death. Bunch of murders lately. 
Can you but, help the guy out? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it only makes sense if you're the audience and you know that a woman is doing it or a succubus, because otherwise, like, he just knows that four men are dead. Yeah. Because of a serial killer. But he's like, speaking of kiss of death, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like they're found, like, oh no, apparently having sex while they died, right? I think I they're kind of found like that. They probably were. You're right. All right, point to charms. <laughs> <laughs> they're also, uh, they're drained of their testosterone. That's kind of weird. <laughs> mm. um, and this is before Daryl knows that they're witches. So he's like, I know you guys have a secret, but I don't know. I don't want to know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know. I yeah. don't want to know. Help me out, but I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the first uh, or one of the first instances of I don't want to know. Maybe. <laughs> when he's I don't want to knowing. It's hilarious how much he says, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> but he's still, like, very much on team charmed at this point. He doesn't seem to really believe it when he says it. You know, he's like, I don't want to know. But it's so lackluster. Like, he's like, if we find out, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, he just knows that they can find out things. So mm -hmm. weird things happen around them. So he's like, can you help me out and, and kind of investigate this on the down low? Because I got the brass on me about this one. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're going to check on this one. So I don't want, you know, just the the culprit or whatever to just vanish like they keep <laughs> doing. Like, I need something to bring to them this time. <laughs> he's actually the worst cop that they have. He's yeah. like, I keep messing up all my cases. I need some help from three women <laughs> that yeah. I know that might be into some shady shit. What does Daryl ever tell them, though? It's like, he comes back and like, yeah, well, that case is solved. Uh, they've been brought down, but there's no evidence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the succubus is disintegrated by the end of this. He has nothing. He actually, this case went badly. Well, I don't know how this one went, because they did have her body at one point, and then they didn't, so... I'm kind of wondering what happened with them after that. That's true. All they know is that the uh, that the partner's dead. Yeah, <laughs> and that she's and that she her body disappeared. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess it wasn't on Daryl this time, though. <laughs> I don't know. Can he really call this one a victory? I, I'm going to say that he probably yeah. got demoted for this one. <laughs> yeah, victory question mark. And he's like, well, he wasn't there, so I guess. maybe that's why we don't see him with another partner again to like Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we can't keep giving you partners if this is going to keep happening. You keep getting killed on you. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to get rid of this guy anyway, because he said something about, like, oh, the sooner we finish this case, the sooner I can get you reassigned. Oh, he was he was being a dick to Daryl? No, Daryl said that to him. He didn't want to oh, with him. Oh, Daryl. Daryl's a lone wolf. Yeah. He can't have another partner to replace Andy. No. <laughs> well, I mean, the Smith guy, he was a dick anyway. He was a dick. Yeah, and he was... This is the only episode he ever showed up in. Just one episode partner that he yeah. has. Real foreshadowing to the pooper Smith. What, shadow? Coop. How is this... Well, how no, is this foreshadowing? Oh, because Smith. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. um, all the men that died uh, are part of this dating club. So, uh, so we asked Prue to go look into that. Phoebe and Piper are at the house, and uh, sweaty Phoebe has a pitcher of tea, uh, which is a great majority of those screen caps is her uh, cradling mm. <laughs> this pitcher oh, of tea. Yeah. 
One is like super derpy too, which is great. <laughs> and the other not. I'm like, were you masturbating to that one? Or it's <laughs> like, like one right, eye man. half open. <laughs> <laughs> Prue shows up to tell them about this case, and Phoebe recognizes the pictures. So Daryl not only gets these people in like secretly in on this case, but gives them pictures like crime scene photos yeah. and all this other shit about the case. Like he should be fired. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is how you know it's early, Charon, because they are invested and seem to care about trying to help people. <laughs> They're like moving things forward. They want to be part of the plot of Charmed. What a novel concept. <laughs> yeah, amazing. It really um, helps Phoebe... those like Prue, because she always seems pretty proactive about things. <laughs> yeah, Prue definitely seemed to care the most. Mm -hmm. Phoebe recognizes the pictures. Um, these were the guys from her dreams. Uh, Piper thinks that they're just premonitions. Uh, Prue thinks that she's psychically linked, linked to the demon, and Phoebe thinks that she's the killer. Uh, of course, we know that she's psychically linked, so blee blee blee. They suggest that Phoebe goes to this dating service uh, so she can get, like, a psychic flash. Because that's a good idea to put her in there if they think maybe she's killing someone. <laughs> she should get right in the middle of things. <laughs> well, she kind of says that, but I mean, Prue's point is like, well, if we do nothing, someone's probably going to die tonight. So I guess we should go try to do something. I suppose. I think it's probably better they do something, because if they don't, it's more like later churned, where they're like, yeah, but if we do something, then something bad might happen, so let's just sit around the house. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much sitting around in later seasons, good God. <laughs> and But Piper goes, I'm going to sit around the house. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. She sure does. <laughs> Uh, uh, Phoebe goes with Prue, and uh, they go to this dating service, and even the lady working there recognizes that Prue has man troubles. <laughs> you look like someone who has some man troubles. <laughs> uh, Phoebe slinks off um, to go investigate. She runs into uh, hot guy Owen and gets horny for him. <laughs> um, she sees a vision of him being the next victim. She goes, oh, well, that seems fine. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the next victim, Piper is watching out the window at neighbor Dan, <laughs> thinking about how she wants to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Piper's thing through this episode. She just creepily stalks neighbor Dan through the window, mm. watching him like wash his car and do other <laughs> stuff yeah. outside. She's like fanning herself off while, he, while he's... Yeah. <laughs> He's washing the car. <laughs> Phoebe and Prue come back and they're like, hey, were you checking the Book of Shadows for that thing we asked about? And she's like, huh? Why? I've just been staring out the window. I didn't do anything. How did, how did she do that the entire time? What is wrong with her? Good God. <laughs> Can I just say, like, Neighbor Dan comes off like he's a character from a porn. Like, everything yeah. that he does is like... <laughs> Yeah, he's so stupid. Yeah, because he shows up later. He's like, hey, I didn't want to bug you guys, but my fees are broken. I need some ice. Starts undoing his pants. Maybe you can help me cool off, ladies. Then the next thing you know, Piper's got him tied up with a swinging blade above his head, zero style. <laughs> Don't worry, Dan. This gets me in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
this is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, if my stupid sister's off searching for another succubus, I'll be the real succubus. <laughs> Dan's gone missing. <laughs> Who killed him? <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> you must be kidding, aren't you? I'll do a quick rundown of Neighbor Dan for people listening who perhaps didn't see the videos and don't know who Neighbor Dan is. <laughs> Who's this piece of crap they're talking about? <laughs> who is this piece of shit? I hate him just by the description and name. Neighbor Dan. <laughs> So in season two, they decided they should uh, put a wrench in uh, <laughs> Piper and uh, Leo's romance, create a love triangle. So they introduced <laughs> neighbor Dan and his uh, niece, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny shows up for four episodes and they wrote her out yeah. literally because she had no purpose. <laughs> they could not figure out a reason for her character to be. <laughs> but they thought she was important enough to get like a prominent place in the opening credits. <laughs> she was in the opening credits yeah, she's like this character's important nah. she never does anything and yet neighbor dan does minimally more than she does like marginally <laughs> a little bit more than jenny did yeah but all he is is just he's just the the dumb neighbor like no one believed anything was gonna happen like a couple of times they acted like he was a thing Mm -hmm. There was like a um an episode where they they look at their past life and he's there with them. Yeah. It's hilarious to think they were like, "Oh yeah, he's in all their past lives. They always cross paths." <laughs> Neighbor Dan. <laughs> this is probably like one of the most involved plot-wise he was was that one maybe. Like yeah, I think the French Stewart Genie one when they wrote him out, he also had a little bit more to do. <laughs> <laughs> Did he find out about their powers in that one? I think he did, right. and that's why he Yeah, and that's he why left. he goes missing and presumed dead. <laughs> yes, he knew too much. Uh, people hated him in the fandom because he got between their ship uh. Uh, to the point that a uh, hilarious forum post called him a greasy butt crack poo flap, yes. which is the best insult I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, and his hair, uh, very greasy, very mm. 90s greasy. <laughs> And we're already at the point in this episode where Jenny does not appear, but they name drop her for some reason. Like, is ah. she she gone? I feel like they spread out her episodes a little bit. Maybe, but she's not in this one. They go, tell Jenny hi. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Leo. It does come off very weird because season two is that, that weird territory because it's most of Charmed Piper's with Leo. So it's just kind of like, oh, and here's this neighbor Dan season. Mm hmm. It's kind of different when you see her without Leo, without her punching She's bag. not just a nagging wife and mother, like, they have to come up with other things. Yeah. <laughs> she she became just, like, solely defined by that. It was so irritating that they could, they just focused so much on just the one thing, that she was just so nagging and just all about, like, kids, 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 Leo, Leo, Leo. Mm -hmm. well, mostly <laughs> complaining about him, too. Yeah, oh yeah, about. it wasn't like, it wasn't a loving relationship, it was no. just like, Leo, yeah. come take care of the kids, yeah! It's like she just found some reason to be angry about anything that was happening in her life, really. Yeah, yeah, she didn't have anything to be angry about in this episode, so that's why it was toned down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um... <laughs> 
neighbor Dan was the most useless character ever added to the show, uh, aside from Jenny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much later on, we see like a police file with missing people and his name is on it. So he is Dan missing, Gordon. presumed dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely dead. Okay, so back to the episode. Um, they look through the Book of Shadows since uh, Piper did nothing. <laughs> I can't imagine what she did that entire time. I they weren't she gone said like, she for five minutes. Yeah, I think she did say she looked at it or something a little, but <laughs> clearly <laughs> was spending her time in more useful ways. <laughs> Being a creep. <laughs> they find a section of the book uh, on succubuses, uh, witches, evil witches. I don't know why they call her a witch. It doesn't really matter, but I guess everything had to be a witch or a warlock in some way on this show. Mm. Uh, they say they're evil witches that kill dudes in sexy ways. They have sex and they kill them. Did they do more evil witches earlier on? They, um, I think warlocks were... Like a catch-all. Yeah, it's mostly I think they just warlocks, warlocks, but I don't remember evil witches as often. Yeah, well, I think like even if they were women, they they called them warlocks for some reason. Like, mm. regardless of gender, I think they have a line about <laughs> if, that if in the pilot. If they're bad, they're a warlock. <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that doesn't... I think they're pretty inconsistent with that. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit... Um, fluid i guess witch or warlock you know they're not about genders and putting them in boxes that's what this episode's all about (laughs) (laughs) later is almost like exclusively if they're bad they're some kind of demon yeah i think they they started switching to that because when they're killing witches and warlocks it does they're just sort of killing people yeah they are (laughs) they're just blowing up human beings so demons are too though right because they transform from a human yeah i guess i guess like they treat them like they're different species or something i don't know (laughs) then it's fine (laughs) yeah i think they're not human they don't say they're they're, they don't say they're human because cole's half human half demon so they're definitely a separate thing but there's that one we did with the pearl ron perlman and the wrestlers and that guy was turning into a demon yeah he's turning him into a demon but he was he was a human first well yeah so but they're not anymore so it's fine (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> you, you can kill them if they're not yeah. de- they're not humans anymore. It doesn't matter at that point. That's fine. The police will come back. Well, he's not human anymore. Because <laughs> you can't say witches aren't human because they're witches unless you're saying they're not human. Mm-hmm. They're kind of hags, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little interesting, though, to have just an evil witch, I guess. They, di- they did do it. I just I can't think of a specific just, example. I, it doesn't seem like they did it as much later, I guess. You could have done more with that, I think. Yeah, they did. I think earlier on when they were more, they did explore more of the witch stuff. So they did do more of that. Mm -hmm. All right. So on with the episode. Um, Prue suggests casting a spell to attract the succubus. So if Phoebe's the killer, she'll be attracted to her and they'll know. So so they're, I guess, like, maybe she'll, her sister will be attracted to her and this will, (laughs) this, this will help us solve this mystery. (laughs) They go upstairs into the attic, they cast a spell, and puff of smoke, Prue's a man! Yeah. And Phoebe's surprised briefly that she's not on fire. Oh yeah, she thought she would burst into flame? Yeah. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not even how it worked when they met the real succubus. I don't know why they thought that would happen. No, I don't know. (laughs) 
I'm glad Phoebe thought that, like, maybe this is going to happen and she had no real urgency about that. It's like, uh, maybe I'm about to die right now. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> There's so. Phoebe was definitely a lot dumber in the beginning. That's mm. why she had to cast a smart spell on herself. She wasn't that smart later either, but I feel like she was significantly she's... dumber. Maybe she's dumber, but she's also far less annoying. She is less annoying. But she is dumb. She's not as <laughs> smuggy smug, I guess, is what she turned into later. Um, she wasn't making it all about her all the time. I think that's the, the big factor there. It felt more like an ensemble, like everyone was kind of doing their part. Yeah. P- Piper was a little focused on neighbor Dan, but, you yeah. know. <laughs> Piper didn't do a lot. <laughs> they were at least, like, they were all working towards something, and it wasn't just Phoebe like, I gotta focus on me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even, I guess, like, I guess she would die if she if she didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, let's talk about Prue being a man. Let's not dance around it. Prue's a man. <laughs> they turned man. Shannon Doherty into a man. They didn't cast a man to do this. They put Shannon Doherty in, in uh, padding. oversized clothing, yeah, with bad padding. It kind of looks like the Michelin Man sometimes. Oh, my <laughs> God. And she has a small head compared to everything else because <laughs> of all the padding in her clothing. <laughs> You're just like what? <laughs> it, it's extremely difficult to do makeup uh, and wardrobe to ch- change someone's gender, but especially yeah. for women to men, because um, it's not just about like because with men you can do the shading and the contouring to try and like um imitate uh the different the different shapes and like um add the padding to to create the curves and all that but when you're you're trying to turn a woman into a man like you would need to do like a bigger neck and do a bit like there's like just a structure there that is really hard to fake Mm -hmm. so that's why like when they give her the big padding and the broad shoulders um her head just looks really small because it's still a very thin neck Mm -hmm. yeah well which and and if you pad someone's clothes out of course that's going to make all the rest of their body look way bigger than their head. Yeah. Like, like, because I guess like if they, it's there, I mean, there are smaller guys too, that would have like thinner necks, but you would have to have the body in proportion to it. And to do that, they would have to like strap her boobs down and you just couldn't like have mm -hmm. your actress with her boobs just flattened that much for that long a period of time. (laughs) Yeah. So they had to add bulk to try and hide that, but it just, it looks weird. I don't understand why they gave her Frankenstein shoes either mm-hmm. to like these big chunky platform boots, I yeah. think to make her taller, but it's not, it didn't make enough of a difference to justify the weird Franken boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they give her a goatee too, to try and help with a little more. I don't know why they went so heavy with the eyeliner though. Yeah, that's It's weird. like a more feminine makeup that they did over the the goatee and stuff so that didn't help yeah that's strange <laughs> and you could tell they they did do some like contouring with the makeup to try and like uh square the jaw and stuff like that but then they did the the eyeliner so i'm like what mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not helping the situation <laughs> yeah they pitched down her voice yeah, that's to make the it a man voice. Thing too, it's just like, and to everyone else, this sounds like a guy, apparently, but like it doesn't to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like someone with a weird pitch shifted voice. It's she's not a convincing man, and that like, well, I mean, that wasn't on her because that's just the post production thing. 
Oh, yeah. I Like, that's not on Shannon Doherty. She's doing what she's supposed to do, but, like, it's none of it's convincing. Yeah. Like, I think probably it would have worked out a little less embarrassing if it was just a guy playing the role. Mm-hmm. And, like, I bet there's some drag kings out there that are really embarrassed by this whole <laughs> getup. <laughs> you can do better than this. <laughs> well, what do you know? It's not every day you see the stupidest thing you've ever seen. So Prue holds herself up in a bathroom because she's super embarrassed. And Phoebe's like, hey, you think that she's touching herself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she just went in there to whack off. Yeah. <laughs> I love that was Prue's first instinct. Oh, I got a dick. I got to go whack it. (laughs) I feel like that would just feel fucking like it would be weird if you turned into the other gender and you're like, I got to go masturbate now. (laughs) Like, would that get you off? Like, (laughs) I got to go (laughs) stroke my dick or (laughs) I'm I'm a woman. I have to use a vibrator now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just don't why would she think she'd immediately be doing that mm-hmm. so Phoebe and Piper think that Prue should sign up for this dating service as bait uh, and Prue comes out of the bathroom and she's uh, wearing clothes from the ex-boyfriend's pile they <laughs> just have a pile of old guys clothes like why <laughs> I think some people do have, like, they keep clothes around from, like, exes, um, and, like, I had a friend once who, like, had that, and then, like, they were like, well, they're not coming back, do you want some of these clothes? And I'm like, do I want some of your ex-girlfriend's clothes? No. (laughs) (laughs) That would be creepy. (laughs) No, Mm -hmm. thank you, get rid of them. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand that, like, what are you hanging on to them for? Uh, no. <laughs> just, but I guess people do that. Them, I think I'd just get rid of them. But. <laughs> yeah. She talks about having a penis, and then the giggle twins make fun of her. <laughs> <laughs> like Piper and Phoebe are just laughing at the situation. Um, and they decide they got to give her some man tips that they learned from Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it's all about the walk. And the talk, and men like sports, and men like cars. Mm. This is all the stuff that that you need to do. And she's trying to like kind of pose like a man, and they're like, "Oh, your perfect man's Richard Simmons, huh?" Real <laughs> timely Richard Simmons joke. <laughs> um, and Phoebe tells her to think of Tom Hanks. That would be the perfect man for her. <laughs> Phelan, what'd you think of all this talk about men in this episode? <laughs> Spot on, nailed it. <laughs> You think, they, you think they really understood what men are all about? Yeah. Like, once you're a man, you immediately say things like, I gotta go take a leak. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, I punched him because I just felt like a man when I punched <laughs> him. <laughs> Instinctual man punching someone. <laughs> this episode is so sexist, it's beyond belief. <laughs> And they act like this is just, like, written into men's genes, all of this stuff. Like, every man is into sports and trucks mm-hmm. and punching. They just can't... Ugh. Isn't that what you're into, right, Phelan? Mm-hmm. Sports and punching and <laughs> trucks? Yeah, being a douchebag neighbor, Dan. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do I detect a note of sarcasm? Are you kidding me? This baby is off the charts. <laughs> the only sarcasm detector was that's a really useful invention. No one could be as cool and sensitive as Neighbor Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when Neighbor Dan shows up in his own little porn because uh, his freezer broke down and he eats some ice. Uh, Piper introduces Prue to him as Manny. Yeah, Manny <laughs> This is Hanks. Manny. Did she say Manny Hanks? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb show. Manny Hanks. Phoebe's in the kitchen. Uh, she feels more of a psychic connection to the succubus and sees a vision of some egg sacks. So the succubus is ready to hatch a bunch of other succubuses. Um, this serves no story purpose and they never come back to it. No. In fact, those eggs are still out there. They probably did nothing. They probably hatched and then, like... <laughs> yeah, they they did nothing with that whole plot. It was weird, because I was waiting for that to come into the plot, and they just they don't bring it up again. Yeah, even like an end stinger, you know, pan over to the eggs, and then they start to crack, and then da 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 yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And Phoebe knew about this, and they did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbor Dan's asking Prue about Piper. Like, he's snooping around like, hey, she's single? What's going on there? Mm -hmm. And uh, Prue is, like, trying to covertly imitate his body language. Like She's, like, leaning against the, the wall with her arms folded, putting her leg up. Yeah. Um, trying to uh, emulate the epitome of manliness, <laughs> the greasy butt crack poo flap Neighbor Dan. <laughs> yeah. That's not the way to make people convinced you're a man. Don't imitate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she's slowly disappearing into the background. You can't be this much like Neighbor Dan. <laughs> Neighbor Dan's doing some weird poses too that she's imitating. Like he's put one foot up along the wall and stuff. Who like, goes to someone else's house and sticks their foot on the wall? Yeah. <laughs> like what the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> Why the hell did you do that? It's a weird pose, too. Like, I don't know if I... It's not something I'd say, oh, that's manly. He's sticking one foot up on the wall. <laughs> kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's acting like he's trying to be sexy or something in front of Manny. <laughs> yeah, you know, there were some sparks there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe neighbor Dan was truly meant to be with Manny all along. Yeah. And that's the, the real rub of it is Manny didn't exist, so screw you, oh. neighbor Dan. There's no one in this world for you except that imaginary <laughs> male version of Prue. <laughs> now you're gonna go missing. <laughs> it kind of seemed like Manny was making the moves on him. Like, oh, don't you think that men that run out on the first date are the worst? <laughs> yeah. I guess if, if I can give this episode any credit, um, they never really have any of those, like, not-gay moments, like, a man's attracted to Prue as a man and doesn't know why, or even the stuff with the succubus and Prue, like, they never act like, oh, two girls, no, or they don't even go like, oh, that's hot, you know, they don't, they don't have any, like, of that, any of those they kinds had, of jokes in there. Yeah, they don't, they did one thing when Prue's in the club later, and she looks at some woman's ass or something, and then Phoebe and Piper are like, did Prue just check out that woman's ass? <laughs> like, oh, this is getting too weird. <laughs> I guess there's that. There's the, the lightest of touching yeah, on that, but... that was it. Yeah, this episode has many problems, but I feel like that was at least a, a easy fruit that they didn't really go for. Mm. Prue's recording a dating video. 
um, talking about how, you know, the, the perfect, uh, relationship is about respect and all this, stuff. just, you know, so in touch with her feminine side. And even the woman recording the video is like, oh, you're so in touch with your feminine yeah, side. She like slow claps at the end of this dating. <laughs> this is going to be the hottest dating video ever. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, you could be dating as soon as tomorrow. Yeah. This video breaks records at their company. 20 different women want dates with... You know what this sounds like? <laughs> it just sounds like this is a pickup artist saying what you want to hear or something. It sounds fake as hell. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like... Ooh. But then they confirm <laughs> this later and proves like later like, oh yeah, my, my dating video like did the best ever. I got like eight yeah, dates. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. It's just like, well, okay, so just it's this is the best dating video ever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that yeah, that's um, that's what the episode treats it like. Like it's like no men are ever in touch with their feminine side. He said that he wants respect. Ooh, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like this is this is so insulting. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of silly the way they do that. <laughs> I do love the inclusion of the video dating. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I feel like by 1999, that was petering out a little bit, though. Maybe it was still Maybe, around. I don't know. I mean, I guess the internet was just becoming more of a, like, thing with everyone. And that, yeah. I think, phased that out. I think they but... mentioned, like, putting it on their site or something. So it's like that weird base where they had video dating and they're doing it online as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Weird period of time. Phoebe and Piper show up looking for uh, the tape of the guy, Owen, that's going to get killed. Um, and uh, Piper freezes the, the place so that they can go grab it. And uh, <laughs> when Phoebe's looking, she finds that neighbor Dan has a tape there. And she's like, are you interested? So they <laughs> steal the neighbor Dan tape. Mm hmm. Piper is watching this tape, <laughs> and off screen, they have to make sure that the lady filming it mentions, like, oh, your sister paid for this, so you should say something. Like, yeah. like he's been forced into it. He doesn't really need to go looking for dates, but, you know, here's what he really is looking for in a lady. <laughs> mm -hmm. they, they don't want it to seem like he's a player, but they want Piper to be able to hear this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he talks about his perfect lady. Uh, he's old-fashioned. He wants the girl next door, a, a girl with long, dark hair and a great smile that'll one day will notice that he's watching her uh, and is not describing Piper in the slightest. <laughs> if he was describing Piper, it would be like, I'm looking for a shrew that will rope me into a loveless marriage. <laughs> will force me to have kids with her and make my life miserable. <laughs> That's me. I want a lady with acid breast milk. <laughs> That's when Piper opens her mouth and like the serpent tongue shoots out and sucks the TV. <laughs> He's describing me to a T. <laughs> Prepare to go on the missing people's report, Dan. <laughs> I want a lady who looks at me with contempt every day. <laughs> who I'll wake up regretting getting with. <laughs> Preferably someone who hates men. <laughs> so uh, Daryl and his uh, one episode partner, Smith, that's the name of him, of that guy. Uh, no. They're taking pictures outside. 
And this guy's kind of a dick. He wants to go inside out of the heat. And uh, he insists on doing it. Daryl's like, no, you ought to take these pictures. He's like, eh, screw you, whatever. And like runs inside. Because uh, he wants to check out the ladies, too. I think he's being kind of uh, kind of a horn dog as well. Mm-hmm. Phoebe's in there with Owen. Uh, she senses that the succubus is nearby. Uh, and when Owen, uh, or when Smith comes in, he immediately grabs Phoebe, like, I want to ask you some questions. Like, what, what, why? I don't was he know. Doing this? I have no idea why he thinks he has any <laughs> right right at this moment to do this because they haven't done anything besides be <laughs> at this new mixer things. <laughs> yeah. Does he even know that Daryl knows them? Does he even know they like well, have weird things go on? Does he even know something's they were, happening? There's. They're staking them out earlier, so I think it is part of, like, we think there's some weird things going on with them. That's part oh, they're staking out the Charmed Ones specifically. Yeah, and I think that's why oh, okay. Smith was assigned to Daryl's, because there's been too many weird question marks on some of these cases that were they Oh, been and this, this case only proves them right, the, because yeah. he dies by the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I mean, at this point, they don't have anything. So for him to walk in and be like, hey, I got a few questions for you. It's like, well, what? <laughs> You're sweating without a permit. Come here. <laughs> You're at this mixer. <laughs> yeah. He grabs her and then she freezes because she's having like a vision or something. But it looks like she's just traumatized and he's like grabbing her by the arm. Like it's a it's a weird moment. Mm-hmm. And Phoebe... uh sees Prue and asks her to take Owen out of there with her powers, I guess. Uh, but with all that testosterone, I guess she thought that she meant just punch him. So yeah. <laughs> she goes and does. Punches him. <laughs> then Smith's like, you're under arrest! And then she punches him and he does like a twirl in the air as he crashes into a table. <laughs> Apparently this gave her super strength. Yeah. <laughs> just punch everyone! That's the answer! <laughs> that's the problem with you men Phelan. you just punch first ask questions later just Mm -hmm. the instinct to punch is too strong yeah (laughs) daryl arrests uh, manny Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh phoebe senses that the succubus is attracted to prue now all that punching was just so hot you know (laughs) i guess um prue's punch took the questions out of smith that he had for phoebe because he doesn't follow up on that anymore oh I got a question about Phoebe realizing the succubus is attracted to Prue. Does that mean Phoebe is also attracted to Prue? Sure. Because their connection? Yeah. She's like, oh, my sister's so hot. (laughs) She's so hot right Uh, now. (laughs) I need to get some iced teats. Ah." (laughs) And then Smith's like, what? Are you attracted to your sister without a permit? Come here. (laughs) No incest without my (laughs) say-so. (laughs) so they go to daryl with like the weirdest excuse why they need to release prue from prison yeah manny saved someone today that's the only reason there wasn't a death today so you need to let him go if if they thought that that was true wouldn't they keep manny for questioning because then he would know who the killer was yeah or wouldn't they think Manny was connected to this? Like, oh, so we have him in prison and no one died, so he's the killer, right? Yeah, it's a weird, vague reason. Let him go. And once they have um, what's-his-name that Phoebe's attracted to. For some reason, they're holding him 
And he's like, should we let him go too? And they're like, no, he's still in danger, so keep him. <laughs> what? You can't just imprison someone because you think they might be... St- you can't do that. Yeah, they, they could only... I don't even know why, why they're holding you just, him at You'd all. send him home with, like, a police escort or something. If you thought he was in active danger, you can't just hold him in prison. <laughs> I don't know why they had him at all, though. It's like, he got punched, so you're coming down. I think because he man. was in the altercation, maybe they thought... There was some fight. Yeah, I guess if you just get punched in the face, and many witnesses say you were just standing there and got yeah, punched well, in the face. Yeah, including the police. I think they both saw it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You couldn't have a, more of an alibi yeah. for not, not having anything to do with this. Yeah. It, this is when the show, like, really ramps up the sexism, so... <laughs> Prue comes waltzing in in her, uh, in her Frankenstein shoes, <laughs> wearing a tool belt... <laughs> <laughs> suddenly she knows all of this stuff about like handyman stuff like she's fixing things around the house like instinctually she knows how to fix things now <laughs> she's like i know one thing about men they're tools <laughs> <laughs> she's like oh <laughs> how did we ever get anything done around here <laughs> you it's, know, you know, oh, how do so you get ridiculous. anything done around because you need a stupid man <laughs> That's what Leo's for later. That's yeah, why he comes in as their handyman. How do we do anything without man? <laughs> Luckily, I'm here now, ladies. <laughs> I'm going to stay being a man so I can fix the house. Pro-mania's running wild, brother. <laughs> what if they had done her up da, like da, Hogan? Da. Like, they what? gave her... Why would they? They gave her a bald cap. <laughs> As a man, she has male pattern baldness. (laughs) I just want that to be the man version of her. She is a real American. She is a real man. She's Hogan, baby! Hogan! <laughs> Hogan power. She's a Hogan, baby! <laughs> We've been hanging and banging, brother! Stupid. <laughs> I can't believe this got stupid talking about this serious episode. Well, all this is going on where she's with her tools and like, yeah, yeah, fix some things. <laughs> Phoebe's over there eating pickles suggestively. <laughs> she's got like dill pickles. She's eating. She's like, believe me, someone on IMDb is really going to appreciate this soon, years later. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so Prue, uh, she talks about the fact that her uh, her dating tape set a new record at this place. Uh, so she's like, what if I go to P3 and I just meet all these women mm-hmm. and I try to like uh, narrow down the suspects, even though she never does this. She just goes to P3, but we never see any of the dates. No, she talks to Alan from work, though. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, you know what the problem is? Men and women just don't know what each other want. Oh. <laughs> Men are from Mars, women are from penis. Alan's like, yeah, some women want one thing and other women want another thing. How do I figure it out? (laughs) Yeah, that happens when they go there, but Piper doesn't initially want them to go there because the cranberries are coming. She's like, you're staying away from the cranberries. cranberries. (laughs) 
This is also when Prue says the line like, well, when I hit him, I felt powerful and strong. Like, that made me a man. <laughs> terrible. All of it terrible. <laughs> um, And they see that Piper's, like, still looking out the window, checking out <laughs> her uh, <sighs> handsome neighbor, Dan. And uh, and when she leaves, Phoebe and Prue go to see what she's looking at. And while Phoebe's checking out neighbor Dan's ass, uh, Prue is looking at the truck. <laughs> she's like, oh, nice truck. And uh, Phoebe's like, I think you really are becoming a man. And she says that line like the worst way she could have said it. Like it was a terrible line delivery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> You're acting like such a man. <laughs> Cat crumpling up paper in the background. <laughs> the best part. Yeah. Ash ruins the podcast again. <laughs> Ash, you podcast ruiner. <laughs> She's looking at me like, what? <laughs> Didn't do anything. Uh, so they go to P3. And there's a guy with an amazing shiny shirt in there. <laughs> like one of those like shiny silver shirts that were really prevalent around like late 90s, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. uh, and Prue shows up in like a leisure suit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like one of those big collared suits. Yeah. Um, that's when she meets with Alan and they talk about dates and, uh, and she's like, oh yeah, I work with that Prue. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, Prue. Yeah. What do you think about her? And he's like, oh, I just, you know, I don't, I don't really know what she wants, but like, she's really cool. I think she's super cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, he thinks I'm cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe men and women aren't so different after all. <laughs> Maybe. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the succubus follows Prue into an alley. I don't remember why she goes into an alley, but she does. Hmm. And it's the lady from the dating agency. It's the one that thought she had man problems. Yeah. <laughs> she seduces Prue, and she finds her irresistible. She's in a trance. Uh, Piper and Phoebe show up just well, in time. They think it's the one from the the one running the dating thing first. But no, there's someone, another one. There's yeah, two of them. There's, there's there's a redhead who's who's doing the tapes, and yeah. then there's a blonde lady from the dating agency. Oh, okay. And remember two the blonde one was a part of it, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was the one that was by the tapes that was like, well, you gotta join the club to oh. get the tapes. And she recognizes Phoebe's, or Prue's got man troubles mm -hmm. at the beginning. So uh, so she's seducing Prue, and uh, Piper and Phoebe show up just in time to, to freeze her, and then call Prue impotent because she couldn't use her powers. Uh, dudes don't like that word. <laughs> she unfreezes and she's going to get them. So Agent Smith and Morris show up. <laughs> Smith gets thrown into a bunch of boxes. <laughs> and Daryl shoots the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah. Just shoots her dead. Then you see her bleeding <laughs> out. <laughs> It's, it's hilarious. It's kind of funny, too. Like, apparently the Charmed Ones were going to do nothing. She was just walking away and like, what do we do? <laughs> At the coroner's office, uh, Smith is talking to the coroner about the body from the of the succubus having uh, elevated levels of testosterone. And the coroner's like, oh, it's a shame because she's a real babe. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> asshole and then like once the coroner leaves the room he's like i'm gonna check out the dead body da -da 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 -da. and then surprise she's not dead and she kills him 
What was he gonna do? Was he gonna fuck the body? What was he? Why is I don't he know. Going I don't know if there? he's just gonna look to at her, her or yeah, feel up the corpse or yeah, full on corpse fucker. Who knows? <laughs> I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. You know the thing too that like it um it's frustrating about the whole like the coroner like oh she's got all this testosterone shame because she's a real babe it's like, that happens like there are women that have elevated testosterone levels or people that are like um well, gender fluid or, he or was uh, saying that about her intersex. being a murder murderer or whatever like this killer i think what he said was, oh, it's a shame. was it not about the testosterone i thought that's what he was getting at no i think it's just about like oh it's a shame she was this murdering person she's such a babe so I think that's <laughs> only ugly people was. can be murderers yeah <laughs> okay all right i'll give the show the benefit of the doubt uh that's what i thought he was alluding to but that might be what was going on yeah, i think it's just about that smith is dead good job by everyone <laughs> yeah and then they uh, don't know how to explain that so they never come back to the daryl storyline <laughs> no they never do <laughs> poor daryl screwed him again yeah <laughs> and they knew that she wasn't really dead because they read in the um in the book of shadows that she was supposed to like burst into flames like be incinerated right. so they must have known that that wasn't really it because they were wondering about it and prue was still a guy so they really should have been on the ball with this one yeah instead not they that smith like, yeah, didn't deserve it over. but <laughs> uh but look it's really important that we get back to piper looking out the window again <laughs> this, this is, is like, pathetic this you think like neighbor dan has his own like uh rear window situation going on he keeps looking out and like there's a killer but nobody believes him that this like evil neighbor lady is like constantly watching him and killing people <laughs> you talk i'm about, telling you it happened you talk about piper being one track later i think she's pretty one track in this episode that's true. You're right. She's just focusing on this now. Gosh, she's the worst. <laughs> Prue takes this opportunity to say, you know, men are just as afraid of rejection as women. She mm -hmm. learned that as a man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everyone's afraid of rejection. Mm -hmm. she's, she's had a real epiphany there. <laughs> um, she goes to take a leak. And uh, and the other two were like, don't forget to put the seat down. Laugh <laughs> 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 <Last> track. <laughs> Woo! And that's freeze frame, and then the show ends. And then Tim <laughs> Allen shows up and goes, Cat, <laughs> 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 will you come here, please? You're meowing so much. Come here. You don't have to edit this out, Peter. I want people to know my cat's being real shitty. Come I just want to get through this. <laughs> I just want to get through it. Come here. You're going to keep meowing if you don't come here. <laughs> come here. I'll put you in my lap. Why ever to what know my cat's being shitty? <laughs> I want people to know. It's not my fault. <laughs> All right. She's in my lap. We can continue with the I just want to get this done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully after Prue took a leak. I'm not sure. Uh, the succubus comes and kidnaps her. <laughs> that or she's like, you know, they're flying out the window and then she takes a leak over the town or something. Yeah. Um, and like it sprinkles hilarious... over Dan as they fly across him. He's like, <laughs> come on. <"Ooh>, magical. <laughs> oh, the magic golden shower. 
is spinning in the road. <laughs> it's like the end of Edward Scissorhands with the, or the middle of it where the, the snowflakes from the ice sculpture, but he's just twirling around. <laughs> and then you see Piper's smile in the window turn to a frown and she pulls out a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> just bleeding out in the street. <laughs> Daryl pulls walks up, over. Like, I don't want to know. <laughs> Jenny walks over, sees him bleeding out, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I all I know all about bleeding from weird places." Hang on, Phoebe, can you talk to me about my period? <laughs> the one significant thing she ever did. <laughs> All right, so uh, there's a hilarious shot of Man Prue on this the bed covered in satin sheets, um, in the succubus, like getting ready to have sexy times with her. <laughs> she's, mm. she's laid on out on the bed, yeah. <laughs> sinking into it with her tiny head, <laughs> her padding above her her chin. Yeah, <laughs> and like Phoebe and Piper at the house, like knowing this is going on through Phoebe's visions. Like, Piper, again, seems very, very, like, not concerned about this. Baby's like, you know, I'm going to watch Prue die. She's like, eh, well, yeah, we'll probably solve it. <laughs> Where is Leo in all this? He's supposed to be their white lighter. He's supposed to protect He's them. He's punching someone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember at this point what he's doing, because, Taking like, at the leak. end of season... <laughs> Yes, because I think at the end of season one, he either gave up his powers or something happened like the first time he turns human. So I'm not sure oh. at what point he's at. He's not in this episode at all. No. Is, was he just a guest star at this point? I don't think he was even in the credits. No, he wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, the elders should have like sent a white lighter to help them out in this situation. <laughs> it's their job to protect witches. Eh. Um, but yeah, they're going to reverse the psychic connection so that Phoebe can talk through the succubus and get through to Prue from her trance. How did they uh, do hopefully this she exactly? Can... They just reverse the connection. If she's feeling what the succubus is feeling, she'll go th reverse it somehow so that she can talk through her. And so if they can remind Prue that she's uh, a woman and she's not a man being seduced by the succubus, she can use her powers and get out. So they just reverse the polarity of the neutron flow and that does it. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, magic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Prue, uh, she gets through to her, and uh, Prue rejects the succubus. I gotta say, um, before we get to that, like, the music in the scene, like, hurts it so bad. There's no tension to it. And Piper's... It? I didn't notice the music. It's just kind of very ho-hum. It doesn't make it feel like anything tense is happening, even though, like, Prue's supposedly really close to dying here. Yeah, this whole episode, I feel like they didn't have the proper tension they should have had. No. Uh, maybe because it was a comedy episode and they weren't really sure tonally where to go with it. Yes. I mean, it would have helped, though, to, like, balance it out a bit. But, like, have the is Phoebe doing this thing taken a little more seriously at first and make it feel yeah, like Prue's in danger? Even if you're doing a comedy episode, you still have to have the characters be true to their world. And, and if they think that this is a serious situation, it's, even though it might be funny for the audience, it still should be serious to them. And there should be proper tones for scenes where it's supposed to be scary or frightening or yeah. 
I feel like Alyssa Milano tried in some of these scenes. Like she says, like, oh, I'm going to see Prue die. But then then Piper just keeps dismissing her. Yeah. Like it, it really help. undercuts so much tension. Exactly. It's weird because, you know, she she's so bad later with her just smug Phoebe-ness, but here she's trying more, and then it's kind of like dead off. <laughs> yeah, it, it really kind of like, why is the audience caring if our if one of our main characters is just like, whatever, and then they go along with it. Mm-hmm. So the the succubus is pretty pissed at getting rejected. Like, oh, excuse me, I'm the cute succubus. No one rejects me. I do, bitch. <laughs> I feel like a, a real man. <laughs> yeah, punches her into a dresser. She well, she uses her powers. Right, I think she just yeah. throws her with her powers. Yeah, but it would have been funnier if she punch punched her. A magic punch, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, psychic punch. Um, she falls into a dresser, and a couple candles set her on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and she and this is incinerates. the flame. Yeah, immediately. Hilarious. Why did this succubus have candles put up if these are so <laughs> deadly to her? <laughs> Seems like a remarkably stupid thing to have done. She's extremely flammable. Like, but I mean, the succubus is just a she witch, right? She goes up right? like Tinder, just... Like, we said the succubus is a witch, right? So she's just a person. Is because she's a succubus, that's what she uses her powers for? It makes her super flammable, like black paper? <laughs> There's got to be a price to all this power. You know what it is? It's uh, it's the eleva- elevated testosterone. The more you mm. have, the more flammable you right. are. <laughs> So she's dead. Prue's a woman again. They go to P3, and uh, Prue literally says, Men and women are different, but we're similar in many ways. (laughs) Here's what the episode was about, people. What I learned from being a man is I want nothing to do with them anymore. I'm gay now. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my new girlfriend, Nico. Yeah. We'll have a great story for that. <clears throat> they have a great uh, ending to show, you know, the, that they all had a great epiphany. Um, she goes on a date with Alan. Phoebe goes on a date with Owen. Piper dances with neighbor Dan. They're all paired off with someone. <laughs> Sexism is over. <laughs> yeah. It's Phoebe's like just episode boyfriends. Like, yeah. <laughs> Who cares about him? <laughs> And now the cranberries. Then yeah. this just plays for a few minutes. You're like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Episode's over, but uh, we're wasting your time. Yep. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Phelan, what'd you think of the episode? <laughs> a stunning piece of television history. <laughs> <laughs> Should be putting the Smithsonian. <laughs> Where would you rank this in Charmed? Like, huh. is, like as far as entertainment, not, oh, well, you know, I mean, craftsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> it's remarkably entertaining, I'll say. <laughs> it's, like, it's weird because, like, it's weird to call it good, but it is good in some ways compared to later Charmed because there is, even though there's large issues with them, like, mostly Piper not caring... You see Phoebe caring about things. You see Prue trying to do things. And, like, later churn just... Uh, 
I'm not trying and whining about having to do anything. This is so much it's, nicer than that. <laughs> it's a bad episode of a better show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like... Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, all the man stuff is quite silly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel insulted in any, at any point? <laughs> the the men stuff? I don't know if I'd say insulted. Just, like, this is silly would <laughs> be like yeah i felt like a real man when i punched someone like and i don't know if why are we saying that are we just saying they love punching people <laughs> that's what men do fail <laughs> don't you know how to like use tools and you always want to punch people <laughs> yeah just cooked into your gender <laughs> yeah do you think they got anything right? Was there anything they understood about men? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that all men have super puffy clothes and small heads. <laughs> the Michelin man comparison is pretty good. <laughs> the stay puffed marshmallow brew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think this is one of their most entertainingly bad episodes, but it is in a better show. It's not frustrating bad. It's just early or late 90s silliness, you know, so it, like, it's enjoyable, but like, it's definitely like, <laughs> it's sexist. It's it's very sexist. Yeah, it's, but... it's pretty dumb. And like, <laughs> it's pretty bad that they just have Piper fawning out a window for a lot of the episode, too. Oh, yeah. Like, that's pretty sexist, too. <laughs> It's also sexist toward women. It absolutely is, because they're trying to be like, um, you know, women be pining out of windows for their neighbors <laughs> and like, ooh, the, the, they just want men with respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's more, it skews more towards sexist toward men in this one, but it definitely, it feels insulting to both uh, men and women. <laughs> <laughs> Piper's so inconsistent, too, about what she thinks of dan i guess because like when he comes over for the ice she doesn't seem that interested even though she's been fawning out the window for him she she don't know what she wants Uh, oh that's that wacky love you know does she love him does she love leo who knows Mm. but he sure looks good when he's washing his truck (laughs) (laughs) you know what he didn't actually have any soap and water it's all hair grease He was, you know what? Mm, unfair to Leo because if he was washing his truck, she'd be like, "I quit waxing nostalgic over there." <laughs> Stupid trucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would find it sexy, like with neighbor Dan. I don't find you sexy. What made you think that? <laughs> oh, acid. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I think we've said all we can say about <laughs> she's a man, baby, a man. <laughs> Truly, uh, one of Charm's most dated episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wrap this up. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this uh, this podcast, uh, I'd appreciate it if you liked, subscribed, or reviewed on whatever platform you're uh, listening to this on. Um, if you are watching this on YouTube, you can find us in audio form at anchor.fm under Charmed Hard with a Vengeance or Charmed Rewind. Uh, YouTube, it's youtube.com slash movie nights the series. If you want to check out Phelan's stuff, it's at youtube.com slash Phelus. 
Uh, if you would like to participate in polls or uh, support our stuff, uh, you can find me at patreon.com slash movie nights or uh, Phelan at patreon.com slash Phelus. Thanks to Peter Hunter for doing the editing for us and leaving my dumb cat in here because I just want to get through it. <laughs> uh, you can find him at Pretor Hunter on Twitter. Uh, what hashtags, Phelan? <laughs> Hashtag Prumania. <laughs> Hashtag Stay Puff Marshmallow Proof. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Hashtag Flash Paper Succubus. <laughs> That's good. We'll uh, we'll see you Charmanders next time.